Hi, hello and welcome to the rbr.music podcast. My name is Steve Curley and as always I'm joined by the creator of the rbr.music Instagram page, Jordan Murray. Hello. Hello. Where each episode in true RBR fashion will be bringing you new and classic album reviews. It's our mission to cut through the noise to discuss the sound. Another pod, another poll. We've asked you recently to vote on a few different albums to compete against each other, and the winner being the one we discuss. And this episode, we ask you to vote between The Strokes and The Killers, their debut albums, Is This It? and Hot Foss. And The Strokes won with 72% of the vote, so thank you guys for getting involved. As I said, on the rbr.music radio this episode, we'll be discussing Is This It? The debut studio album by American rock band The Strokes, released in 2001, and The Strokes became the leading group of the early 2000s for indie rock revival. Over to you, Jordan. Is This It? Um, Released over 20 years ago. At the time, it was blessed and cursed with an enormous amount of hype. Hype has become a plague on any band hoping to achieve unbridled adoration among music elitists. Touted by the press as the forefathers of a bold new era in rock, the greatest rock band since the Rolling Stones and the second coming of the Velvet Underground, the Strokes have nowhere to go but out of style. So why all the fanfare? 2001. Uh, Were they really that good? Of course not. There is no bold new era in rock, or there wasn't no bold new era in rock. The Rolling Stones have yet to be contended with, and if there ever is a second coming of the Velvet Underground, they won't be doing second-rate imitations of Lou Reed. The Strokes are not deities, nor are they brilliant. They're not awe-inspiring or genius. They're a rock band, plain and simple. And if you go into this record expecting nothing more than that, you'll probably be pretty pleased. You see, while I can't agree with the Strokes' treatments as messiahs, as the next greatest thing, I'd be lying if I said I thought, is this it, was anything but a great rock record. And that's what it is. It's a great record, rock record, great indie rock record. What's refreshing to me about The Strokes is that in a musical climate at the time where even the dirtiest garage bands can create the illusion of million-dollar studio techniques through sound filters on computers, The Strokes prefer to rock in the classic vein. No laser sounds, no ethereal reverb, no pre-programmed Aphex beats. Their influences are so firmly rooted in the post-punk tradition that it's as if the last few decades had never occurred. The same names are always dropped. The Velvet Underground, Television, Iggy Pop and the Stooges, And while the Velvets are obviously a major source of inspiration, the Strokes' only similarity to television and the Stooges is the confidence with which they play. Frontman Julian Casablanca's vocals bear more than a passing resemblance to early Lou Reed, but were 
Lou Reed seemed to accidentally dispense life-changing lyrics through a drugged drawl. Julian sings about the simple ways of big city life with stark accuracy. These songs revolve around frustrated relationships never coming near to approaching anything that might resemble insight. Yet with Casablanca's self-assured conversational delivery and the almost primal energy of the four guys backing him, attention shifts from the simply present lyrics to the raging wall of melody. These guys bang out like it's in their lifeblood. There's a hint of Britain's post-punk 70s in the strokes' frenetic music. Bands like the Buzzcocks and Wire. The production is stripped raw and not terribly divergent from that of the band of the moment contemporaries, the White Stripes, but the difference between the two bands lies in the degrees of skill. The Stripes have an air of amateurishness that bellies songwriter Jack White's obvious talents. The Strokes, even on their debut album, sound like experienced professionals for whom mastering the form seems only an album away. So my point, be- <laughs> um, now I've blasted your ear holes with that. My point being is, it's a good strong album. Has it last? Has it lasted the test of time? <sighs> That's for us to discuss, Stephen. I suppose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looking back with more of a critique eye, I think they do try and copy a little too much of um, the Velvet Underground and the television and bands like that. At the time, this was the first album I bought off the back of the song Last Night. I hadn't heard any other songs. I've never done it before or since. I heard Last Night and went out and bought the album, and I wasn't let down by the album. It's a good album, and at the time, it's exactly what rock needed. Um, Britpop had died of death. Well, it was it was dying out, wasn't it? It, it hadn't completely died of death. Well, I think I think uh, yeah, the, the scary the scary th- the scary thing was at the time is unless you were into kind of that sort of American movement of sort of post grunge or new metal new metal yeah there wasn't yeah, yeah. there wasn't much left for a guitar so I think I think what you're saying is it it, it came as a, a a nice relief for lots of often British music fans I think because obviously we we didn't have new metal the way the Americans did at all. Um, yeah. Post post grunge was it was there, and Britpop, like you said, had disappeared. So actually, it 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 was something that kick started it again, didn't it? Really, for us, particularly over here. And the hype um, is the that, hype is understandable because I think they were so thankful that something fresh was coming, and they laden it onto the Strokes. But like I said before, they can only. You get put on a pedestal. There's nowhere else to go. Like the next album, the follow-up album was strong, and then I think they just completely lost the way. Uh, We've well, actually looked at their discography as well. I mean, it's it's over twenty years of albums. I think it's six studio albums, unless I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm not. And that yeah, not... um, is this it? Room yeah. on fire two great albums and then it just gets lost a bit and then 2020 the new abnormal i think it's nothing like their old sound i just think that's a great album 
and Come Down Machine. So, is a good album as well. Um, so, I just think they lost the way. I think you get so hyped up and lost. But I suppose that doesn't matter. We're talking about this album. Um, and it's a strong album. And it's always in like the top 50 best yeah. rock albums or whatever. And rightfully so. Well, I, I think albums aren't always just think they're about a, a snippet of time and a, a snapshot of, of, of feelings. And, you know, we, we, we have genres of music that carry a very small short period of time and off they go and we're never to be seen again. But we saw a complete revival in indie and, and, and guitar music in this form. Um, they weren't the only band to copy styles that had gone before and you could argue that lesser experienced music fans would have never really taken too much notice of the Velvet Underground or, you know, anyone of music royalty. Yeah, and that's, that's okay, that's like, fine, you know. Um, but yep. I couldn't agree more. I think, personally, and I know you share this to a certain level, it's a very... Takes us back, doesn't it, to a certain time of our lives. We would have been well between seventeen and twenty. Probably, probably a year after its release, it got a lot of club play for us. We'd go to Indian rock bars, and you'd hear it where you sort of we didn't really have Indian rock bars straight away, did we? It was it took a bit of time into our our later teens. So we kind of discovered it and then yeah. rediscovered it on the social side, and it sort of reminds me of turning eighteen, nineteen. You know what I mean? It has it has that real kind of place in my heart for, you know, a, a, a personal note. However, I think a lot of people would say that, particularly if you're of my age now, um, maybe in a, a sort of slightly sleepier town with a few indie bars that was your kind of, your, you know, Friday night or Saturday night release. Yeah, it, it, and that's part of the story that gets told in, in many parts of England and America and, and the rest of the world. So... I think the album is very important. Um, I agree with you as well that there's a lot of hype. They were hyped and um, they they were hyped and well backed as well. They, they you know they 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 didn't well my understanding they didn't really struggle through sort of the you know gigging for yeah and that's my difficult with it, difficulty with it with the album looking back and even when it came I, I, I became aware maybe a year or so later of how rich the these kids actually were. I'm not saying you're not better if you're born without uh, dirt under your fingernails, but it does annoy me when you get given everything and you don't have to work for it. But on saying that, you still have to be good with the technology, with the equipment. But, you know, the producers... They his dad was a businessman that owned a modelling company. I think him and the band were models themselves. Um, yeah, it just doesn't. It rubs me up the wrong way when they're singing about what they're singing sometimes about um, yeah. New York City life. Obviously, they've experienced it and that's great. But yeah, it, it does. It does feel a little bit like what's the word? Manufactured. Manufactured, yeah. But on saying that, the Sex Pistols were manufactured. So you know. well, I'm not saying I, not saying the the Sex Pistols, but you know, um, I don't, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. We're not saying you know, and you are who you are. You come from what you come from, and you know, yeah, you can't help where you come from. Um, be it from a rich family, be it from wherever you you 
born, you, you, you didn't get asked to be born. We're getting deep now. Um, yeah, so it's a look at the draw. And the, <laughs> the main, this is a music podcast, by the way, children. Thank you for listening. Uh, did I just interrupt you, Steve? Please save me. Um, I, 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 I think... I think you were circling back round to the point being that they were hyped. They had a lot of privilege to sort of make this album. Privilege, this that's the word. Yeah. And, and, this and is that, why we have Stephen on the show, kids. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> to help me when I start going off on a tangent. And it, and it is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And like I said, for me, this album will always sit in a, a top number of because it 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 is quite a timeless album. I think this would actually catch wave now I, I i think it's like you mean you mentioned you know the white stripes earlier simile um you know there's, there's there's a real kind of this sounds a bit bad like i'm trying to make it like normal or mainstream i'm not because it it i don't know many people who dislike this album i don't know many people who didn't enjoy it or now don't enjoy it um it was a real nice experience to listen back to front because i think i've become a little bit habitual by just having tracks on playlists that I play more regularly, which is a good good thing for the Strokes, for me, because I just get to enjoy them. But actually, to kind of listen to this album in order, in the way you know you should listen to a you know record front you know front to back you know at least once, um, it made you realise that there's there's a lot of similarity on track to track, and that again that's fine. It's a very short album. Um, it's I think thirty eight minutes, minutes, eleven tracks. Um, Look at that. I know, I know. What a nerd. Um, but then again, then again, that's the punk side of it, isn't it? Post-punk, because the post-punk and punk albums were short. It was to the point, punchy, get it over with. We we want it fast and hard. Uh, do you really? Um, but yeah, that's... And you see, they wanted to be like the 70s, the Ramones and the... Well, I don't know if they wanted to be like the Ramones, but they wanted to be that sort of scene as that sort of cult sort of status of hard rock and hard living. Um, wild attitude, I think. Yeah, I think if, if you... Yeah, I, 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 you know, look, there's, there's been, you know, bands leading that front since the 40s and before, you know, 30, you know. It, 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 it's absolutely... Everything that they are is... is, is, is is brilliant and fine. And it's well thought enjoyable. through. Um, I think what, you... which also rubs me up the wrong way. Yeah. It's like how many people have worked on this album to make it so glorious, <laughs> and it shouldn't. If it shouldn't make me feel like that, and if it was like some kids that got lucky in a garage and got a record deal. I'd be like probably waving that flag high and really appreciating it. But the facts, they came from an ivory tower and um, gave us this album. Does rub me up the wrong way. Um, but it's still a good album. Yeah, like, I, am and I think you've myself, always had... But yeah. No, and, and, I, and I get your point. And, you, you, you know, you do you sort of carry that, I think, with, with a lot of sort of... Um, Resentment. Uh, to my grave and bands but but i think going back to your sort of one of your first points it, it really is a kind of no gimmicks no tricks album it, it, it is a it's a fast rock album it's you know we can call it post post punk 
garage mm. rock, indie rock, uh, post sorry, uh, yeah, uh, post punk, um, indie rock, wherever you want to put it. I, I, you know, it's far too many music genres as there are, but it it, it is a brilliant album. It, it just does exactly what it needs to do. I don't know a time that I wouldn't enjoy it, and it does remind me of a time that was was brilliant. And I think undoubtedly, just given the timelines, forgetting the quality, forgetting the bands that sort of may or may not have been around at the same time or, or followed, it definitely did start indie revival, I think, in the UK. I think a lot of people put that at the Killers' first album, um, which, again, we put it up against. This was two years before the Killers' first album. Uh, two years a long time in music and, you know, sort of established themselves. I think at the same time we would have had... Black Keys would have been appearing at that time, 2001. Obviously, The White Stripes. Um, you know, they they sort of led from the front and they did stay there. Sometimes what happens, though, if you look back at little snippets of time, that some of the best bands that appear first don't always last the longest or have the best sort of follow-up albums or whatever. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about the Art of Monkeys on this podcast and other bands... It doesn't always have to be the market leaders that that, that sort of have to last, but they yeah, started these, something. The trailblazers. They probably yeah. they probably made yeah, and they probably made so many young boys and girls pick up guitars in two thousand four, two thousand and five, and become you know even a one hit album wouldn't it? You know, they they did something that was pretty unique of a time, and it refreshed a lot of things that I think. Well, I I know I needed it because I never quite got into kind of. You know, new metal, or, or, or and neither or, did yeah, I. Let's you know, just make that of... clear. No, 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 no. Yeah, but like that. But that was if you, if you, you know, it was, it was either that or it was pop or kind of but like um, mainstream hip hop. Sort of, of, yeah, um... yeah. Newsly, the all-in-one super app for iOS and Android. How does Newsly work? I hear you ask. Well, it picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics that you choose and at any given moment, reads them out in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable and all in one place. Browse articles from topics that you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow topics such as sport, tech, business, science, or even music. They have a podcast as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, the rbr.music podcast, is there too. I've started using it as my default podcast app and they even have digital radio. So download and start using Newsly for free from www.newsly.me or in the description. And if you use the promo code, that's R-B-R-M-U-S, you'll receive one month free premium subscription. Go and give it a go. There wasn't much else to, to grab hold of, so for me, it will always have a, a little seat, a little sort of you know special place in my heart because it kind of re-educated me into modern music once, and I found many, many, many albums off the back of this. You know, Kings of Leon followed, and it 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 just started something brilliant for me. Um, so I will always hold this album up very highly. But I agree with what your your points are with regards to. A lot of hype. When you do break the album down, sadly, I had forgotten 
the sameness of it, and it is, and that's okay for for you know an album less than forty minutes. It can be if it was an hour, I it wouldn't work. I don't think so. A bit like a punk album, you know, it yeah, it, it it works really well for that. Um, and going back to your point about Julian as well, I, th- I think we love a lead singer, don't we? We love an arrogant and a, a confident and a poser lead singer because let's face it, they're the best ones, even if we don't want to admit it. Um, yeah. And he he was that, and he was a he was a party animal. I think he liked his drinks, and he liked a good time, and all those sort of things. But he did a lot of solo projects after sort of the well in between the strokes. And I always say, don't I, George? There's very few successes off the back of kind of solo pieces from bands, and I don't think he's known for his solo pieces. No, uh, I was going to ask you about if you'd done solo stuff. I was, it's yeah, not, so... As much as I listen to a lot of music, I, I don't think that he's on my radar at all for his solo Yeah, stuff. He, he, 2009, 10, he did some solo stuff. He still does, um, right. and he will work with other bands. Um, he did Phrases of the Young, I think, um, which I think was like an inspire, inspired by an Oscar Wilde book. So... I think he's always wanted to be this creative figure. Um, he then... He's just not very good sw- at it. Well, he switched... No, he is. More... <laughs> he is. He is good uh, no, Well, again, it's, uh, you know, horses for courses, but th- there is a bit... I mean, other bands have done this. I, uh, you know, Block Party famously changed their genre. Um, like, but he went into, like, new wave, electronica, uh, quite synthesised sort of sounds. And, again, th- right. that's fine, but it, it, it didn't hook me back in. Um he did have, is it the voids? I think, he, yeah. Um, the roids. No, the void, vo- voids with the Z. Oh, voids. What you meant, the like voids. hemorrhoids? No, not hemorrhoids. No. Um, <laughs> not very appealing. And again, it was sort of him and them, um, which again, I suppose, is that the, I don't know, is it the the wanting to be the superstar with the. The multiple bands that come and go, you know, we we saw that with other, with other legends. Um, yeah, I think, as a guy, clearly very talented, and you, you know, you highlighted the the legs up he had maybe at a younger age, but obviously wanted to do lots of lots of projects. Um, but I think this album is their best album. Uh, their second album's okay. It's a pretty good album too, as well. Um, the new abnormal, if you've heard that, that got yeah. released, that. Is going in a new direction, and is that the um, twenty twenty one album? Uh, yeah, no, no, twenty twenty, two thousand nineteen, is it? Yeah, okay, it might have been um, released twenty twenty, but yeah, it's the latest one. Isn't I it? think it was released twenty twenty. Yeah, um, recorded in two thousand nineteen. Let's uh, not nitpick, Stephen. Oh, so yes, um, that's worth a listen. Of, um, but I guess they needed to do all the nonsense in between to get that album um but it proves yeah. that like even if you're made of money you you're not always going to hit the mark i suppose no and uh, again like I, like i said i heart back to you know they're doing a second album while sort of bands are appearing to a first album they're always going to move slightly you know faster and move on different things and you know we, we, we have talked about bands and their projects um it's absolutely fine but we are talking about this album, and I think you've summed it up very well with a kind of, it was probably hyped more than it should have been, which in a weird way 
definitely lets it down because you are wanting something that it is not. Yeah. That's fine. It it's fine to not be what you were told it was going to be, and the band are absolutely allowed to be who they are and not what again you were told they were going to be. Um, and I think music's probably music journal journalism has always probably kind of led hype over many other forms of journalism, you know, sport or or, or even film and television. Yeah, but because I think if you want to get yeah, go on, sorry. I was going to say I think everyone wants to. Like everyone wants to see the new Rolling Stones, but never be as good as the Rolling Stones. Like you'll never be mm. as good, you know. And everyone wants that. Everyone wants that battle. I suppose I, I say sports, but for any of you who follow football or soccer, like the next Led to, Zeppelin or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's always the next Messi, the next Ronaldo. It's the you know why can't bands just be whom they are or artists be whom they are? Like just it, it, it's absolutely fine. But even be. saying that amuses me because it's like um, the next Bob Dylan or something. Well, surely Bob Dylan's next Bob Dylan because he's still alive. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, I, the next. Yeah, you, but yeah, that's just me nitpicking yet again. No, 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 no. no I, th- I think you're right. I just, I think, especially knowing you the way I do, George, that I can understand why this album and this band were probably quite a a tough juxtaposition for you because, like, they they were hyped and probably liked by a broader market than than you probably felt comfortable with at the time because you know you, you've always gone down a slightly more alternative kind of viewpoint and they they, they were really good at this time you know and yeah um I, I liked the bands I do well I like I like this album it, I suppose it was good for the music scene for the rock scene for it to do so well i just thought everybody that was listening to new metal or listening to hip-hop or r&b i mean you can listen to whatever you want like it's the beauty of music but i just thought it was strange that people just jumped onto this because it was the next cool thing to jump on and it's like well nothing in your history suggests that you have listened to any music like this but now i'm even saying this out loud it's like well why not why am I? <laughs> that's fine. Like that's yeah, how you find I mean, new music. Uh, uh, so yeah. So know. I'll be quiet now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, but at the time when I was a teenager, it did annoy me that um, it's like, but you never have been to this rock bar before. Why are you coming in now? Just because you want to listen to um, the Strokes? Well, don't you think you're somebody Basically, really special? What, jo- um, but, yeah. what 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 Jordan's trying to say is that. You know, he doesn't want too many people in the room enjoying what he's enjoying, and yeah, like, well, I don't I, think yeah. you're alone in that. But I want everyone. To, but I want everyone to agree with me about how good music is. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's that's, that's, that's the, the end uh, of that. That's that's the tagline for the uh, the the pod this episode. I think also it's worth noting that uh, Casablancas was was he. I believe listening to lyrics and you know looking into what I've looked into. I think he he is trying to tell the story of kind of you know young men and women around New York. Um, a lot of the like even the the, the um, uh, song titles are kind of there's an element of briskiness, is like barely legal, which concerns like obviously the age of consent and and that sort of discussion. There was um, uh, New York City cops. I think it was. Yeah. 
Which is like a revamp of Lust for Life. Well, um, yeah. I think as well, I read that they, it was, I think it was created as a bit of a pastiche to um, Aerosmith, which I didn't quite get, but right. reading okay. it, it's... There is like that, um, like, guitar solo solo-y bit that sounds a bit Aerosmithy. I suppose. Well, I think, I think... Because I, I like a song that changes tempo. And although the whole album is quite samey, oh, yeah. I think New York City Cops uh, changes tempo. I think um, you... there's still like the bass chugging bass line, like holding the bottom end and stuff. I think but, temp te- um, tempo's, change tempo's tempo is a great subject for this album because even though yeah every track has that kind of like real strokes sound to it, um, most of them do go through a bit of a you know a bit of a, a wave of of, of sound and. Um, kind of tempo beat to it really because it, it, yeah. it has to and that's what i think good rock and roll music yeah. is it 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 yeah because it'd just be a drone yeah exactly yeah, it needs to um, have, yeah and that's a that's a genre it, in itself yeah. but um yeah there's i think good rock and roll it should um go different tempos like led zeppelin um different tempos different uh but they'd take I don't know, 20 minutes into a song to do it. They're doing it in two minutes, uh, three three minutes or less, you know. Um, and uh, David Bowie, he's good at um, changing uh, tempo in a song. So it's they have done the homework of what um, 70s music was like. Um, but the, they have put their own spin on it um, to a degree, which... Um, sparked off, like you pointed out, the second wave of... Well, the, the other thing we, we noticed as well is it's a very famous uh, front cover. Um, it's the uh, lady's bottom with the leather glove. Oh, I see. It. It's very sort of suggestive and... That's, um, that's the real reason I bought that album. It is, yes, yes. He had no idea who it was at the time. Um, but then there are alternatives of uh, almost like a astrological kind of yellow and blue image. Um I believe it was just solely because some retailers weren't very happy with a lady's bottom on, on display in, in the stores. So, um, yeah, I do think... But it's more like a lady's thigh. I feel like we're Victorian people now. Ooh, a lady's yeah. thigh. Well, um, I mean... It's, it, you don't actually see bottom, do you? Well, I suppose you see a butt cheek, kind of. But, well, I think, um, I mean, look, I think... I'm surprised that it got cut 2001 and the word... Well, it, about it helps. It helps. The, it helps the law, doesn't it? I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of things get banned because they. they, they, they it was they, planned. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, marketed you've got, that way. You've got an original copy of. Um, oh, you, oh, oh! What we're we talking about? No, no, you've got a uh, <laughs> sticky fingers with the zip. Uh, is it? Is it that one? Yeah, it's, I don't think that got banned. But the no, um, but I'm just saying like there's the, some girls Rolling Stones I've got of the original women, and they never asked the rights for the women's faces, um, supermodel faces, uh, Marilyn Monroe and stuff like that. Um, so they had to change it to their own faces. Right. Um, okay. And I've also got. Uh, this isn't about what I've got. This is just, <laughs> just pointing out that... Yeah, just showing off. This is uh, pointing out that album covers do change. It's not out of the norm. No. Um, Hendrix, Electric, Ladyland, where he, I've got the original vinyl of... It's just a load of naked women on the front cover, and Hendrix didn't like that, and apparently he pulled that himself. Um, 
or maybe retailers pulled it as well um to like a psychedelic picture of his face but yeah um so it's not uncommon for um albums to be um, well pulled diff- due different to- markets even in even in 2000 you know it's something it's there's always going to be an opinion isn't there which again gets people talking gets people buying i've always said this i yeah, am yeah. skeptic when it comes yeah. to these things well me and jord we've rattled on about this album quite a lot and i think we must now sum up with the rbr dot music star rating um, over to you jord the rbr dot music star rating for the strokes is this it i'm going to say this because it, it it amuses just because it amuses me i'm going to give it 4.1 4.1 is that one is that one for, <laughs> is that one for the hype uh, one for the hype. I think um, it's better than four, but I don't. It's not a four point five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when it came out, when it came out, I would have given it five out of five. Um, I'd be praising it. Yeah. Um, now I've learned more about the album, and I've educated myself. Not because of this album, but I've educated myself more, read more, learnt more about music. Um. Yeah, it's still a very strong album, a good indie post-punk album, but it's it's a, it's a good rock album, and the hype, I think, just destroyed it. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a fair way to surmise. Um, I think you put your point across, and I think that is justified. I probably would agree. I'd probably, if we're going to be... Uh, Splitting hairs, I agree. Not which we've been doing all. Not pod. four point five, but like four point three or four, just because I think what it started, and I suppose that's a bit unfair because that's not the album, is it? That's that's the movement, but it it was there at the start. But absolutely justified, Jordan. So the RBR dot music uh, star rating this episode is four point one. <laughs> Leave it there. <laughs> Uh, I know how to make myself you laugh. You do, you do. At least you let someone laugh, eh? Make someone laugh. Yeah, that's the main thing. So at this point of every pod, we move to our final feature, which is the good, the bad and the rad. And as it says in tin, we will have a good track, a bad track and a particularly rad track. Jordan, shall I start with a good track or would you like to? Yeah, you can start with a good track. Thank, thank you very much. Um... I think you can all tell that I, I I do thoroughly enjoy this album, and there are some there are there are a number of really good tracks and really good tunes. I could nod nod to quite a few of them, but for me, um, the Modern Age is an absolute brilliant track. It's easy to listen to. It is iconic of the album. If you move away from the kind of standard you know album, yeah, all the stuff that we know, it's it's brilliant. It's got some amazing riffs in it. Lyrics are cool. I do think they've missed a trick where Is This It, the song, is a great opening uh, album track. But I think The Modern Age should have been the opening album track. I yeah, just think got... this, this is what the album's all about. It's, well, uh, it's funny. It's, I, yeah. I actually think... <laughs> no, 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 I fully agree. When you listen to The Modern Age... I think a lot of bands took a lot from this track. And I know what you mean about it. It is almost like an opening track. Um, the opening riff and the thought is is very 
it's it's very velvet. It's 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 got all original indie sounds. And then I think if you fast forward two years after this album, I think most indie bands were copying this on some level. Um, Kings of Leon, I, I would say their first or second album has a huge amount of this kind of like thud indie sound coming through, and I, I, it it possibly started with this this well not started but continued with this track so the modern age for me 100% is a very good track so please do go and have a little listen yourselves well as Jordan has been a bit more openly scathing for all the positive reasons do you want to run away with the bad track Jordan I do so it's a good it's a good album uh, 4.1 thank you for listening but the bad track for me is second to last trying your luck as you've pointed out before, Steve, it um, it's quite repetitive. The album, or samey, the album um, throughout, and this just feels like if an AI decided to make a song from all the other songs on the album, I think it's a bit too. It's just too droney for me, and I switch it maybe because it's getting to the end of the album. But then again, the album itself is quite short i just yeah i just switched off really listening to this song and i listened to the album a few times just to remind myself of this album again um and it was always this song that i didn't really enjoy and then take it or leave it the song after it just switched me back onto it and yep i was gonna say i i think as a song you're absolutely spot on after we talked about our tracks and what we'd be proposing and stuff, I re-listened to it and actually <laughs> I challenge anyone to go away and listen to it and not hear a bit of every other song on the album, which is hugely ironic considering yeah, exactly. it's got it's 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 got that fantastic sort of wail he has to his voice, it's got the the stroke stud to it, it's got the the cool riffs. It just doesn't it's it's just the weak album. It's the weak song on the album, isn't it? I think we can both agree. Yeah, it's this is a perfectly fine song to a degree. It's just the weakest song on the album. And I'd also like to point out before we get onto the Rad's track is as much as I like this album, I've it's never I've never since like my teenage years I've not really gone back to it ever. So I mean I'm sticking with my four point one star rating, but it's like. Is it such a good album? Because, like, it's in my collection. I've got like a physical copy of it, but like, I I never really think. Oh, I'll put. Oh, I say I'll put some strokes on. It just this. Um, I think this plays better in um, a playlist, like the like the top songs in that, the album. That, that, and, that, and that's to honest with you I think that's why this album doesn't get overly played by me either even though I'm a big fan of it because I think about seven or eight of these tracks appear on multiple playlists that I have already so there almost isn't a reason to yeah put on the album need the yeah. album which is a shame because you and I both love an album back to back and, yep. um, and, and, and I think it's not also I don't this type of you're not going to put this album on anymore and wow most of our friends together because we would have heard it for 20 years now. And I haven't got any uh, friends. That's not, 
you haven't got any friends either, so <laughs> when I come around your house, you're not going to wow me with it. So. Yeah. so, yes. So, okay, well, we will we will leave our negativity at the door and our bad track is trying your luck. So... No, it's not. The rap track. Yeah, it is. Sorry, it is, yeah. So, um, so <laughs> over to Jord for the rad track. Which one did you pick for this one, mate? The rad track for me is New York City Cops. I like I pointed out before, the change in tempos. I like the um, guitar solo-y bit in it. It's just a good all-round track. I mean, you could pick last night. I'd be happily pick last night as a rad track but I think that's just been played to death and if you're listening to this podcast about the strokes I don't want to bore you with talking about last night um, yeah. but yeah genuinely New York City Cops a great track on the album um, and it's, apparently it's, 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 this was pulled I forgot about this uh, until it just popped into my head now this got pulled um when nine eleven happened, um, this song it got taken well, off the album, and then yeah, um, back in. it was because I believe. Please don't. It's not you know. Um, what do you say? Allegedly, um, it was written in response to um, a shooting by the New York City Police Department in two thousand and. No, 2099. 2099? Um, God, I'm not even there. No, no. 1999. Um, yeah, where I believe... Um, I think f- four plainclothes police officers shot a man. Right. Um, who, who died. So I the New York Police um, Department obviously had a huge amount of you know empathy and support at the time. So, yeah, um, I think it's it's a it's a classic controversial track that gets people talking again. Which I think we could say that clearly is one of the things yeah, that Julian pure rock and roll. I think want yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, and and again, it's um it's a complete foot thumper. It's a it, it, you know it, it, we remember it in indie bars and dancing like idiots and drinking cheap alcohol and, and that's sort of probably what it's what it's there for in, in, in the true music sense um, but yeah great, great tune I know lots and lots of friends have enjoyed this live um, when, when they've been to see the stroke so yeah our rad track New York City Cops well what more can I say you guys have got involved once again and given us some content to talk about so thank you very much for anyone who voted on the poll I promise you, Jordan doesn't manipulate any of it. It is all true. Isn't that right, Jordan? Yes. Yes, it is. No, it is. It genuinely is. And we will do more polls in the future and get more feedback from you guys. So keep the comments coming. Uh, Nice one for listening. And as I said, please do pass our names on to your friends and family so they can have a listen too. Tell people about the rbr.music podcast and Instagram page. And wherever you choose to listen to the um, podcast, please leave a five-star review. Four stars if you don't love us completely. Um, 4.1. 4. 4.1. 4.1 stars would be the ultimate. If we could get that on our platforms, that would be fantastic. 
<laughs> but do please like, subscribe, and obviously comment. Get connected with us. Jordan is very committed to running the Instagram page and loves the comments and discussions he gets involved in. So keep it coming, guys. And once again, nice one for listening. Thanks. A lady's bare buttocks on an album cover? No, 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 no.